Welcome to the Empowered Movement Podcast. Hello, friends. It is Emily Rausch, your sports chiropractor that specializes in working with aerial and circus athletes. We are here. It is a Monday morning. I'm really going to try to get into the habit of recording podcast episodes on more specific days so that I don't have as long of a break in between because it turns out you blink and like two weeks goes by and I'm like, oh, I didn't actually record a podcast last week. So in the process of getting my new house set up, it is getting closer and closer every single day. I spent a pretty good chunk of last week um, painting the room that's going to be my home office and it might end up being like our spare bedroom as well. I'm not 100% sure but I found out yesterday that the table was really a workbench that we bought from Home Depot that has the ability to like go up and down and I use it as a desk. Um, Needs to be taken apart before it can like fit around a corner to get into the room wasn't anticipating that. Now that I don't know how to take it apart because it's literally just a table, but I want to be able to know that I can take it apart and like put it back together without it becoming a source of frustration. So planning on doing that today. So if the audio is odd for this one, hopefully this will be the last one so that I can have it be a little bit better for um, the episodes moving forward. Samson is in the room. And since I'm recording on the floor, there is a high chance that you will hear his odd sounds way more intensely than you normally would because he will have the ability to be really close to the microphone. And for that, I want to apologize, but then also I'm not really going to because he's pretty cute and the sounds he makes um, make me giggle a lot. So that is where we are with that. I hope you are all having a wonderful day. And I have a few different things that came up in the past like two weeks that I think are really exciting and things that I want to dwell into um, a little bit more. I am almost done with an invert series on Instagram where we broke down the steps that go into being able to invert on a pole. Inverting can be really, really challenging for a lot of people. It can be challenging to the point where it keeps people from coming back to pole classes because they're just so frustrated that they can't do the thing that they want to do. And it also comes fairly easily for a lot of people and having that like dichotomy of, you know, you all started as a group going to class together and it's really easy for a few people and then really hard for others and the people that it's really hard for can make them feel like they're not not as good, not doing something right. We have a tendency to put a lot of, um, I'm going to say self-worth into our abilities to like keep up with our peers, especially if we all started like theoretically at the same level. Um, and so it's been, yeah, been something that I've been thinking a lot about and talking to Um, a lot of pole dancers about, um, and it's not just inverting. I feel like there's a few like key moves that allow us to, uh, quote unquote level up, right? Like it unlocks your ability to do a bunch of more things if you have that skill and then 
feeling like you're getting stuck at a certain level because you can't get that like one part of a movement that will let you unlock a bunch more um, can be incredibly frustrating. And I feel like it's worth having a conversation about and not just saying like, oh, it takes longer for some people to get things than others, which it it does. It's fine. But it also is like, okay, but I'm frustrated and I'm pissed off about, about the fact that I can't do this. So I've been breaking down the different parts of an invert um, on Instagram, going over some of the biomechanics that go along with them, and then also sharing a few different exercises specific to that step. So if you are able to get to a certain step, but you can't like quite get to the next step, some exercises that you can do off the pole to try and build up the strength that you need for that specific step. So that's been fun. Um, Part of the other thing that I think needs to come up around this is I had um, a message from a pole dancer come in that she doesn't think that she can invert because she's quote unquote too heavy. A lot of people on um, Instagram have private profiles, so you can't see the their pictures or anything unless you follow them. And I don't follow this person, so I really have no idea what their body size looks like. And it hit me, hit me really hard, honestly, reading that message. One, because I didn't know how to respond to it because I don't know if it's possible to be too heavy to do a movement. And I feel like it's doing people a disservice for me just to say like, oh, I'm sure you're not too heavy to to do a movement like you just need to figure out what's going wrong and like move on from from there because I don't know I really like truly don't know if it's like impossible because I've seen dancers of all different shapes and sizes do things that look like they are physically impossible I am convinced that gravity does not exist for a lot of people because I've seen some videos where I'm like, how in the frick are you able to move your body like you're floating or like you're levitating and you don't even look like you're trying hard, like your face is so chill, I don't understand. So I think that's something that needs to be explored and I feel like there's just a lot of, I don't know, societal undertones that come with messages like that. Like it's not like, oh, I don't feel like I am like quite as strong as I could be to be able to do this this movement or I don't feel like I have instructors that know how to cue properly both of those are things that like in in theory right like could be worked on like you could get stronger in certain positions your instructors could learn better cues but just a blanket state that like your body is too big for a movement um it 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 hurt it hurt me it hurt me to read that because I feel like we go into pole wanting to um like feel good in our bodies and feel like able to express ourselves in a physical manner and then um somehow getting to the point where we're like oh my my body is what's wrong with my ability to do pole um i I don't like that and I wish that um more people didn't feel like that. And I also feel like it's worth pointing out that I acknowledge that being in a larger body will make 
doing pole things more challenging. I work with um, Roz the Diva. Work with is probably not the right expression, but I have been like working with Roz to make sure that um, a few of their cues and content things like work well with like how the human body actually moves so that the cues that she's putting out into the world aren't going to result in people being injured. And with that, I have been going over uh, her course coaching plus size pole dancers and just watching some of the videos through there really makes me believe like you may need to modify the way that you're moving if you're in a larger body, but doing things is not like impossible just because you're in a plus size body. So that was the first topic that I feel like um, I just wanted to chat a little bit about. And I feel like there's probably a whole nother podcast episode and like maybe a little bit of rant ranting about how much pressure we put on ourselves to look a certain way in a certain sport and how um, like negative self-talk impacts our abilities to show up um, 100%. And I'll like write that down and maybe we'll go into that a little bit more. The other super exciting thing that I think is worth discussing a little bit today is I am going to be performing in a show in October, the end of October. And just saying those words out loud kind of makes me want to um, throw up a little bit, not going to lie. I have performed not very many times in my life, um, in my adult life, two times, I would say, aerial things. Um, And they both went fine. Um, They weren't great by any means. And then I feel like I could circle into like, what makes a performance great? Maybe I'm just being too harsh on myself. But I am really excited for this one because I've been really just like um, having some feelings about the my pole journey and the pole world in general um, for a while that I like I'm feeling like kind of stagnant, a little bit stuck, like things aren't going I'm not advancing or progressing as well as I um, would have hoped. And then I'm like still recovering from a shoulder injury. So it seems like um, I'm just in this like stalemate of sorts with like my body and pole. So I'm really excited to hopefully use this performance piece to explore other avenues for my pole journey. Like maybe instead of just taking classes and... Um, being frustrated because the classes are all things that I've known how to do for years now that having more of a performance aspect involved in it will make it be like it more exciting and like quote unquote better. So I'm excited for that end of October. Not sure if it's going to be live streamed or if it's just going to be in person, but I will update that as soon as I know. And then I'm also really excited because it's a murder mystery themed um, show. And it's like murder mystery, but then also like Clue, which I guess Clue is technically a murder mystery. But um, my character has has a weapon. Um, I have a, a storyline. I'm not 100% sure if I'm supposed to be sharing it or not or if it's supposed to be a secret. So forgive my um, like ambiguity around it. 
But yes, I'm excited for that. I have a lot of ideas. Um, as soon as I know if I can share my character's background story, I will be asking for um, music recommendations and um, probably like performance inspo because it's a it's a thing and it's like a thing that's outside of my comfort zone. So that's both like exciting and terrifying. So pumped for for that to happen slash terrified for that to happen. And then the meat of this episode that I want to chat about is waiting. And this is something that's been, um, I don't want to say a theme in my life, but kind of coming up more lately with conversations that I'm having and then things happening in my my own life where we as a society, I feel like maybe, I don't know if that's the right word, sorry, that it's like, oh, I'm too overwhelmed to do this right now, but I want to do it eventually. So I'll, I'm just going to wait and I'll do it in the future when fill in the blank when like my kids are in school or I'm not so busy or I have more time or I'm less overwhelmed. And I really do think there's a a lot to say about like, yes, life can be incredibly overwhelming sometimes. And sometimes saying no is like one of the most powerful things that you can do. Completely 100% respect that that is something that exists in the life and in the world. But then something else that's been coming up a lot is that at what point, like, will you like, quote unquote, be ready? And like, what is waiting until you feel ready or feel less overwhelmed or less busy or whatever costing you? What is waiting costing you? Because there really is something to be said about the cost of inaction and taking, you know, time to do something that you could potentially start now. Um, for example, it's one of the things that um, I I personally went through with like my own business venture let's use I've I've had this happen a lot in my own personal life but trying to use one that's um, more recent is I knew that I wanted to do what I'm doing currently for years before I actually started and I was not as happy as I could have been I um, had a lot of stress and a lot of bad feelings about how I wasn't like living up to my potential or doing the things that I knew I was capable of because I like I didn't feel ready and so the cost of me not taking action sooner meant that I had years of my life where I wasn't making progress to becoming the person that I want to be like for what like I still had to go through the same things that I would have been stressed about when I finally decided that I was ready, but I could have, I don't know, went through them um, at an earlier stage if I wasn't scared of taking action. And potentially I could have been farther along in reaching my like long-term goals if I would have taken action sooner. And I'm using some personal examples, but I feel like you could extrapolate this to like any aspect of 
your life and whether it be like, oh, I want to um, go on a vacation eventually or I want to, I don't know, maybe like start a family or like get a dog or whatever. Um, There's always going to be a kajillion reasons why you can convince yourself that it's not the right time or you're not ready for it but they're really never going to go away. And sometimes we just need to like take a step back and get out of our own way. Um, meaning like mentally get out of our own way because taking action is scary, but not taking action and looking back and regretting how you could have, if you could have just been braver and done the thing or all of those all of the like kind of cliches where it's like, do if you're on your deathbed, do you want to look back and be happy about your life or wish that you could have done things differently? I personally want to be the person that is like at least trying to consistently take action towards becoming the person I want to be towards living the life that I want to be. And it's something that I want for all of you people that are listening to this. And it's probably going to mean something different to you depending upon where you are in your life and what you have going on. But we're way more capable of accomplishing the things that we want to accomplish if we just start now. And maybe maybe it won't be perfect. Maybe it you will like quote unquote fail at things. But it's so much better to at least try and realize like, oh, nope, this isn't working, not a good plan for me right now, than to to just give up and like never try. So that is my topic of the day. And really all I have to say about it is that like action is like a thousand times better than inaction. And sometimes you need to have some more information before you make um a decision, but a lot of times I feel like we're in this like analysis paralysis kind of thing where we're like, oh, if, as soon as I know X or as soon as I have blah, 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 whatever, um, then I'll be ready. But really, you're, you only get ready like by actually doing the thing. So do the thing. And that's where I'm going to leave you on this lovely Monday is do the thing. And I will check in with you next week if not sooner. Okay, bye!